Hello, everybody. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of Sip Something Good Podcast with your host, Kelsey. I just want to really, 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 really show my appreciation to those who have and who are and who will be supporting me in this journey. The purpose of this podcast is not to talk about sad things all the time. It's not to talk about people dying all the time. It's to shed light on the black culture, whether that be money, sex, relationships, entertainment, fears. We just going to talk about everything. And I hope you guys stay tuned for what's in store. All right. Welcome back, everybody. So today's topic is a little about the host, which is me. As you heard earlier, my name is Kelsey. Um, You know, I was born in the Midwest, partially raised in the West Coast, continuing my raising throughout the East Coast, and I'm still in the East Coast in Maryland. Life is, you know, life is very funny at times. You wake up one day thinking, oh, I'm going to stay here, and then you're not. And you just got to go with the flow at times. And I want to thank my mother for doing what she did when I was a kid in order to make sure I had the best health. For some of you who don't know, I'm a type 1 diabetic. And one of the best children's hospitals around the nation was in California. Which was ultimately the main reason for our move from the Midwest to the West Coast. So shout out to Mom Dukes. You know, thank you for your sacrifice and thank you for all that you have done for me. I promise, even though sometimes I get on your nerves, I will always love you. Shout out to my family in the Midwest. Shout out to my family from the GI, you know, which is Gary, Indiana. Shout out to my family in Chicago. Shout out to my family in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Shout out to my family in Covington, Tennessee. That's right, folks. My family originally came from Tennessee. I have not been there in years. I truly do miss my cousins, my aunties, my uncles. I love you guys. And I know y'all see me on Facebook Just know I have not forgotten any of you, and I'm proud of all of you. And hopefully we have a reunion this year. Probably not because of what's going on, but if we do, I definitely want to be there 100%. For me as a kid growing up, it was pretty good. You know, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't fed with the silver fork. But I definitely wasn't fed with the plastic fork either. My mother and my media family did everything that they could to make sure I had a great childhood. Going to the parks, getting new bikes, you know, going to Toys R Us when it was a thing. Um, Spending time with cousins, playing outside, making mud pies, playing dress up, drawing. You know, when I was a kid... We didn't really have PS4s. We didn't have Xbox Ones. Um, We just, we enjoy being outside. And that's something different these days. Kids don't know how to enjoy the outside anymore. So I promise one day when I have another child, (laughs) they will be outside all the time, 
doing something that they probably don't want to do, but they're going to do it anyway. Why? Because when they get older, they're going to tell their kids about what I just told y'all right now. Um, society is crazy, you know, and I think the reason why kids don't play outside as much is because the world is more unpredictable now than it has ever been before, especially in certain areas. So I live north of Baltimore, about 30 minutes north of Baltimore. I'm not close to it, but I'm close enough to get the related news every day. And people out there, they get a mug, they're getting shot. Someone just killed this old man for no reason. I'm like, what is going on? So I understand why parents don't want the kids out there as much. I 100% understand. But they're, I feel like they're not really going to appreciate life as much if they can't appreciate the outdoors. And I know it's such a simple comment, but it is so important. And it's bigger than what you think. So to all the parents out there, if you have kids and they're able to go outside and enjoy the outside and play outdoors, please let them. Now give them that curfew. You know, you come home and them lights turn on. You better not come a minute after that or you're going to be in trouble because that's how I was as a kid. You know, I played outside till the lights came on. And if I came in after the lights came on, it was going to be a problem. But definitely, parents today, please don't keep your kids indoors. I promise you it'll be worth it in the end. I mentioned earlier that my family originally is from Tennessee and Midwest. So, you know, Motown's from that area. My family was always be playing something every single weekend. And it makes me appreciate music much more now than ever. Because now I can really compare their generation to my generation music. And you just be thinking, what in the heck am I listening to? You got people making songs about shaking their booties. You got people making songs about getting money. But there is no more songs about love. There's no more songs about heartache, about relationships about losing somebody who you love. Like, I feel like the music these days is completely pointless. One, because you could get famous very quickly with the internet. So you don't really have to put in too much effort. As long as you put in some music on SoundCloud or YouTube or with Spotify or whatever, if one good person pick up that song, you're about to be set for life. Back then, you had to audition, you got to go to these concerts, you got to go to these talent shows, you got to meet up with producers and record something real quick for them. These days, I'm telling y'all, these artists, some of them, they have it easy. I remember back in Gary, Indiana, during the holidays at my Auntie Lois house, rest in peace, um, one of my favorite aunties, during the holidays, she used to play music And we used to barbecue outside, Uncle Willie, shout out to Uncle Willie, rest in peace. And it used to be like just a good family vibe, you feel me? Like it wasn't drama going on or none that I was aware of because I was just a kid back then. But it was all about family, all about having fun. The kids playing outside, the adults at the tables playing spades, the cousins shooting dice or something like that. I miss those vibes. 
we don't have those vibes anymore. And maybe because I'm just missing my family tremendously. That's probably why I'm feeling this way. But I promise when I have a family again, things aren't going to be done the same as they are with this current generation. Like, I really want my family to grow up to love each other, to grow up to be by one another, to grow up and support one another when needed. I feel like now kids, they... They grow up way too fast, and they don't build that bond with their parents or their grandparents or their aunties and uncles and cousins because they're out there thinking about themselves. And don't get me wrong, some kids have no choice but to do that, but let's just slow down the clock a little bit, y'all. Your kids want to go to a party at age 15, come home after midnight. Why? Why are you allowing them to do such things? They're still a kid. If they're not old enough to have their own car or have a license, why are they out past midnight doing what grown folks do? This is the reason why kids these days is having other kids because the parents or the parenting styles, they're not as strict as they used to be. So, um, yeah, that's... <laughs> if you ask my mother... If it was okay for me to come home after midnight before age, probably 18, to be honest with you, she would have been like, no. And I agree. Um, Parenting styles are definitely not the same as they used to be. I doubt that they ever will be. But I just hope that the generations to come will not, you know, downgrade for any reason. We need to keep our morals up there. We need to keep our hope up there. We need to keep our standards up there. Parents, please stop letting your kids get away with so much stuff that they shouldn't be getting away with. Why is your child cussing in front of you at age 13? That's not cute. That's not okay. Stop doing that. Stop posting it on social media thinking you're about to get a thousand likes and get it spread out across the nation because now you look retarded. Why are you allowing your 14-year-old son bring a girl to the home in the bedroom with the door closed? Why? Why are you doing that? Why are you allowing them to be practicing on having a kid as a kid? You know, I'm almost 30. I still can't have guests over the house overnight. And I'm like, all right, you know, I get it. I respect it. But now the more I think about it, I really do appreciate it so much more come on parents like we got to do better as a whole why are you allowing your daughter to wear these short short skirts to school knowing that she only like 13 for what why are you helping her promote her body in a promiscuous way to the world that's not safe it's not okay why are you letting your boy sack their pants all the way past their butts now you really look stupid. Why are you allowing that as a parent? That's not okay. We got to do better. And it's not really within my culture. It's multiple cultures that allow their kids to get away with so much more than they should. And we got to, I don't know, y'all. We, we just got to grasp everything again. And we got to be okay with everything because the way these kids are going down this line, a lot of them not going to make it to 30 a lot of them not going to graduate college. A lot of them not going to finish high school. We have to do better as a parent. 
and parenting and raising our kids the right way. I didn't mean to go on a tangent, guys, about raising kids um, correctly. It honestly wasn't in my wasn't in my script for today, but it's just on my heart, heavy for some reason. I'm genuinely afraid for the younger generation. Mind you, my generation, we a little messed up, but we're not as nearly messed up as the further generation. Um, it sucks. It's scary. Like you don't know what what's going to happen to them. Fifteen. Even 10 years from now, we became lazy, or some of us became lazy as parents because you might not have a two-parent household, you know? You might not have that other person to be stirring to the kid while one parent's working 24-7, trying to provide food on the table and a roof over their heads. You never know what the situation may be. You know, I try to look at things from different point of views, but... To the parents who are there, to the mom and dad who are there, to the parents who are not working 24-7, please protect your kids. I lost my son at a very young age, less than 30 days, because of some mishaps. You know, I won't go into details, but it hurts me when I see these kids grow up from a baby to age seven and up and they acting like a fool like for what you know maybe I'm feeling this way because I don't have my son to raise physically with me so I'm missing out on some things but I'm old enough to realize when something ain't right and these parents these days some of them it's not okay you know I know someone and I won't say their name, you know, due for confidentiality, but I know someone and they're raising a kid whose mom is addicted to drugs. And, you know, I hear all these stories about what's going on with the mom and I'm just like, protect your child you're going to the court, you're doing everything you need to do, but you know the court don't work in one day. It's going to take a while. But if you can, just keep them close to you. Because one day that mom might lapse out on the kid and do something that they might regret, and they can't turn back time. Just, just protect your kids, period. We're not going to talk about this topic no more. Um, that's for another episode on single parents and why it's in the black community there are more single moms than any other race we're gonna definitely talk about that in another episode just not this one on to a lighter subject and because this is the very first episode this episode will not be long but i want to close out with giving some reasons on why black people also known as my culture why we are so amazing. So y'all ready? Here we go. Black people are remarkable. Black people are brilliant. Black people are innovative. Black people are the culture. Black people are hilarious. We can take anything and find the humor in it. Black people are the kings and queens of the clapback. 
And for those of you who don't know what clapback is, you're, pretty, you're not going to get it, so I'm not going to explain it. <laughs> we invent movements that impact the world. Hashtag Me Too. Hashtag Oscar So White. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. We create history. We can make the mundane hilarious. We can make the entire world dance. We don't age. And I'm sorry, folks, but if y'all ain't got that melanin in your skin, I don't know what to tell you. Too bad. Everybody wants our style. Everybody copies us. We root for everybody black, and we don't care who knows it. If we participate, we dominate. We don't understand mediocrity. If we do it, we're going to do it the best, period. We revolutionize industries. Yes, black people, we do that. We are gifted. We are blessed. We are favored. We are recognized all throughout the world. And we intimidate many other cultures because they can't be us, nor will they ever be. They sell our melanin to other races. They do they do scientific experiments on us to try to figure out on why we are such a great race and such a great people. If you ever want to know why black people are always attacked and always dragged on the floor and always chained up and shot down and locked up, it's because we intimidate other races. When someone superior feels intimidated and they feel threatened, what do they do? They try to take out the main thing that's heading for them. They try to protect themselves to make sure they will not lose. So how do other races do that to the culture, meaning the black culture? They suffocate them. They drown them. They drain resources from them. They take away education. They blind us. They, they like do mind control on some of us. To make us believe that we would ever, we would never grow, we would never be anything, we would never do nothing, we, that we won't live our lives. Please, 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 my beautiful kings and queens of the world, every morning that you wake up, you look at yourself in the mirror. And you picture that crown on your head and you stand up tall and you stand up with your head up. You don't let that crown fall off your head. If it gets a little dirty, you wipe the dirt off, you keep it shiny, you keep it sparkling. And you leave your house knowing that you are remarkable. Knowing that nobody can ever or will be you. Knowing that. God has made you for a reason. My kings and my queens, every time you go to sleep, you put that crown right on your nightstand. You keep it protected. Don't let nobody touch it. You know your worth. You love your worth. You honor your worth and your being. You are beautiful. To my kings and queens, once again, I love you. I love you. I 
adore you and I admire you and I respect you more than any other race. And I would say that out loud to my black community. Keep on, keep heading on, keep going on, keep moving on. You keep living your life. Don't let anybody stop you. Don't let these threats intimidate you. My black people, you are priceless. Please never forget that. Please teach your kids that. Please remind your parents of that. You are priceless. Don't ever let anybody put a cost on your head. Know your worth. Walk in it. I guarantee you. (laughs) I guarantee you. That would draw attention from all directions. Thanks for listening. To the first episode of Sip Something Good Podcast. And I look forward to sharing more of my thoughts with you guys um, in the future. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, let me know. I'll read them. You know, I'll listen to you a little bit. And then I'm going to keep pushing. I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, I love you guys. Everyone stay blessed. Thank you.